Good morning, y'all. It's Friday, October 6th. I'm Jordan Shalacy of A Cup of Joe, and welcome to my 5 a.m. duck. So far, I've had a pretty smooth morning. I got eight hours of sleep, and I managed to sneak in sharing a banana with my little man, Mr. Link, so that was fun. I feel pretty good about yesterday's segment, so I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in um, to continue with that. So I had my YTT yesterday, today, tomorrow. Yesterday, the day began, um, obviously, with this and the kids and my morning routine and all that. But once I made it out of the house, my husband and I went up to Whole Foods and grabbed some breakfast food. Um, and kind of just to carry us throughout the morning. I don't think we ate anything at home. So I really wanted, I was craving some hash browns. So I went to Whole Foods and I got some hash browns, which I actually have not even eaten yet. And um, I blame that on this really, really good soup they have. It was a corn chowder, and it was delicious. So I picked up corn chowder, and then for some reason I grabbed $5 popcorn. <laughs> it said pumpkin spice, and I rarely get anything pumpkin spice flavored, and I love pumpkin. So I picked that up. Ended up having a couple pieces, and then now it's in the kids' like snack area. <laughs> so hopefully they can enjoy it this weekend or after school. So, Whole Foods, oh, I also had, they have this really good, I think it's either almond milk or coconut milk, but this really good coffee drink, and it has a little bit of chocolate in it, and I really love that, and so I got one of those, and then they had a vanilla spice one that I thought was coffee and ended up not being coffee, and that one was just, oh, I really can't remember which was coconut and which was almond, but I had both of those, I ended up having both of those, and they're really yummy. And I bought a magazine. I bought a vegan magazine. And the people on the cover are very different than me. They're like pop, not pop, pop, not punk, but like hard rockers. But the magazine was really good. And there's this really amazing story about this lady. I think her name is Jennifer Burton or something like that. But anyways, her story was amazing. Tried to find her on social media, but then I got too tired and gave up. But um, yeah, the magazine was really good. So after... I read it last night before bed. Um, after Whole Foods, I went up to my office and um, focused on the marketing and media and technology things for them, for lack of a better word. Um, spent like three hours up there working on all that. I got so much accomplished. It's insane. And then we have a plan for me this week and a plan for our meeting next week. So that's super good. Always feel great when I get so much accomplished in, in such a short period of time so that was super cool and then my husband and I wanted to try the veggie bur burger at Fuddruckers so we went to Fuddruckers in Creekside and it was dead I guess it was like two o'clock but there was barely anyone in there which was cool and they have really amazing current teas at least that size they current current anyways I obviously suck at pronunciation but they had really delicious tea that we ended up taking to go to go and then on the way home, I just had the urge to go shopping, but we only had like 20 minutes. So we have the strip center at um, Kirkendall 99, and we hit up two of those stores. And I found a purse that I'm in love with and that I really want. And it's not, I mean, it, it is and kind of expensive purse, but it's not too expensive. But it's a brand that my husband does not really like. So I didn't get it, even though I want it, and I'll probably go back and get it <laughs> next week or something. But 
Oh, they probably won't have it. But it was gorgeous. It was perfect, like a perfect peach fall color. And then we went to BFW and I had on another pair of shoes that were actually way too expensive. Um, but then I got online and they were well over $200 online. So um, they're tennis shoes. So like if they're boots, maybe the price would have been okay. But they're just tennis shoes. And you can go to Nike Outland for them for like 30 or 40 bucks. These ones were not 30 or 40 bucks. But I still really wanted them. And then came home, hung out with the kids, and then it was dinner time already. Uh, we went to Red Robin because I never got my picture of the veggie burger for Red Robin, and I'm doing a blog post for the veggie burgers. So um, we went back there with the kids. It's their favorite place to eat. We did not get milkshakes last night, but they do love it because, one, it's birthdays and weekends. We do let them get milkshakes. So we went there and had way too many french fries. And then we went to that last store that we didn't get to make it to earlier today when we went with the kids and Cameron and I ran I guess we ended up going to two stores but we ran after all the miles from Charles so I wasn't the one deciding but I made lunch and oh my gosh I got a coat I mean I sound so much like a girl today but I got a coat um it's long it's like a pea coat almost it's whatever that material is kind of like wool or whatever and it's very long it goes down to my knees and it's barefooted and it's gorgeous and it has the gold buttons on the front. Oh, I have to try it on. I can't wait to try it with winter clothes. And then, so like today, what's going on, I'm not there, but my dad is in um, Kansas right now with my sister for the Birox. So Birox.com, the Birox.com. My dad started the restaurant in Kansas when I was a little kid. I was in middle school or elementary school. And... Where was my dad? I think my dad was 14 in middle school, I guess. And, um, well, 99, I was not 14, I was 13. Um, but yeah. I... He originally started in the serve gas station. And he is back with the owner of the gas station. And they have partnered together to bring Birox back. So if you look at our Facebook, it says, they're back. And I designed a a billboard. I, George Lacey, designed a freaking billboard. It's so cool. I told my sister, as soon as it goes up, please go take a picture for me because I've never designed a billboard before and I think that's really cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they were back. And then, um, so it's Oktoberfest weekend and that's why my dad's up there. So my sister, I believe, is, will be on Vine Street from 9am to noon selling beer rocks outside. And from 10, not 10, from noon until like 4 o'clock tomorrow during the parade before and after the parade, my dad will be outside selling barracks as well. So, super cool Oktoberfest weekend for them, and that's really neat. What else do I have? Today's like going to be a very simple day for me. It's just going to be hanging out with Lincoln and Edward and the kids when they get home from school the post office, a car wash, working on my computer. Oh, we're going to go on a walk as soon as I'm done with my recording here. And then tomorrow, I'm sure it's going to be pretty busy, but I'm only doing the open house, the, well, open house tomorrow for coming soon, I believe. I haven't gotten the details yet. Um, I just know it's completely renovated and gorgeous and $400,000. So I will be doing that open house tomorrow as long as it gets okayed. And probably showing a ton of houses I am that leads perfectly into today's goal I have I've kind of got a lot of goals today 
probably more than normal, but I'm calling this my list of, I can't go to sleep in, without this being done or being wrapped up. So the, these are all of my things that I'm focusing on today. I got a new client, as in they used to be my friend. I nannied for this family when I was little and now we're still friends and we're still connected and she has decided to buy a house. So I'm really excited for her. She's an amazing woman and I can't wait to help her do this. And she's really, I mean, everyone's important to me, but just because I know her story, she's really important to me. So I'm making sure she's um, set up on a platform for finding her dream house. And so I'm focusing on that and it shouldn't take very long. But definitely it's a priority today. And then um, I need to connect with all my buyers that I know want to see houses this weekend and confirm which houses we're seeing. Um, prepare for my open houses. I'm doing that blog post I mentioned about the veggie burgers. So I need to do that. It's practically done. It's practically written. I just need to add in two pictures and maybe we'll go to Smashburger today so I can... Um, critique their burger as well and that way I have four burgers instead of just three and then I have a closing next week and there are a couple documents that are missing that all I need to do is just upload them and then submit that file and then I'm ready for closing and then I um, need to upload that last a cup with Joe pod podcast the pocketing one so those are my goals today I feel like that's it. It kind of seemed like a lot, but I don't think it is. So let's talk real estate. So house, house crush of the day is actually one that I have only driven by. I've not been in the inside of this house, but it's 25011 Northampton Forest Drive. Now some of the homes in Northampton flooded. This one did not. When I was driving down the street, I saw that house and I knew who it belonged to. It's Miss Donna Ellis out of my office. And I know that's her listing. And then almost all the houses were flooded. And then I went to the one I was showing. It was not flooded. This house has great elevation. It is actually on the golf course, which is super cool. It has this fireplace in the living room that's to die for. And it's right next to the, um, what's it called? TV. And it's all uh, locks. And it's gorgeous. And then there's this amazing wallpaper in the bathroom, and it's red and green, and I would totally leave it. It's to die for. I love it. And then there's, I think it's like a Jack and Jill bathroom. It's definitely a kid's bathroom. It has this built-in bench under one of the windows, and it has a seat cushion, and it's so cute. And, like, two people could totally sit there, and it's just, I've never seen that before, and it's totally cute. And then outside, there's a gorgeous pool with um, unique but subtle architecture, and it's oval, and I... I love it. There's a great outdoor kitchen. And it's just, it's just a squiz, a squizzit. Again, I can't talk today. But yeah, love that. And then, you know, on the golf course and it didn't flood. So great house. So I'm going to link that. So that's in Northampton. It is $839,000, which is a pretty darn good price for being on the golf course in Northampton. And it's stucco and it's gray and green and gorgeous. So you should check it out. If you're in the market for a home in that price range in spring. And it's right off 99. Great location. Close, close to, I believe, Gosling. There's a ton of new shopping over there. Great schools. It's just a fun area. So my market update. I tried to run one for Houston. And I have to have less than 5,000 pieces of data in order to compute it. And I had over 5,000. So I decided to do the heights. 
and Lakewood Forest. And when you do the, when I pulled the heights, there's again more than 5,000. So I just did 350k plus and ended up with 4978, I believe. So those are here. So in the heights, the average days on the market for last year was 68 and this year 49. And that's just and that um so obviously it's better. The last six months, this is data I pulled for a graph. That's going to be on the blog post. So you can see, like, if you're in the Heights, you can look up and see your square footage and about how much your house should list for or sell for. So let's go back. So I have the Heights up. So there are, in the last 12 months, there were 1,047 houses sold. There are still 486 on the market and 170 are pending. So when that data is computed, that's seven and a half months of supply. So it's insane over there how much inventory there is. Tons of houses are selling. It's just a lot of inventory. So you have a lot of options over there, which definitely makes it a buyer's market. So summary for 2017, 791 houses sold. There's still 656 not sold for the summary 2017. I guess it's adding in the options name, so that's why that's that way. And then 2016, 1,042 houses sold. There's still on the market 152 of those 2016 houses that did not sell. So it, so yeah, we had pretty good odds of selling last year. This year the inventory is a lot higher, I believe. Um, so Lakewood Forest. The days on the market actually increased. So last year it was 40, this year it's 42. There's currently, let's see, 19 houses for sale. We've sold 71 in the last 12 months, and there are eight pending. So the activity from 2017 to 2016, it looks like more inventory last year than this year. There are 84 sold homes, and the only 11 of them are still pending, or still active. So yeah, so I'm gonna throw all this data for Lakewood Forest and the heights up on my blog and again for the heights i only did 350k plus but lakewood forest is everything for sale over there and then we are that brings us to the q a section or the q a segment i guess <laughs> so i have mom life first <laughs> what is the best place to get a veggie burger and i definitely say red robin yum um again this is going to be on my website as a blog post later today but I picked Red Robin because it has avocado and fried portobello mushrooms, which are not good for you because they're fried, but they're super delicious. And then my realtor life question, I have part of this on my phone. So if I want to buy a $250,000 house, how much money should I save? And this depends on how much money you want to put down and other factors. But if you want to put 10% down, let's keep that in mind for the numbers I'm about to say, but you but the minimum would be three and a half percent down. And then if you put 20% down, then you will not have to pay private mortgage insurance, PMI, as part of your monthly payment. So if you're putting 10% down and you buy a $250,000 house, other factors are the tax rate, your credit score, because then that um, determines your um, interest rate. And then your LTV, 
is, um, what's the word? The LTV is dependent upon your debt. So um, this right here is LTV 90%, the numbers that I have in front of me, house 250, interest rate 4.125. So your loan value is going to be 225 because you're putting 10% down. So the lender I use does not charge an origination fee, which is 1%. They just charge uh, what they call lender title insurance, which is 1500 So that's the only amount of money that goes towards this lender is the $1,500. And um, the, we say you need three months of homeowner's insurance to go into escrow and you need three, um, you need your mortgage insurance and your property tax and your all this stuff, right? So you need to put your taxes and your insurance into escrow. So that's included. There's things like... Um, the appraisal fee would be four seventy five. Credit report sixty bucks. Flood certificate nine dollars and seventy five cents. Appraisal admin fee sometimes one twenty. Processing fee five hundred. Underwriting fee five fifty. Document document preparation fee two fifteen. These are all numbers that are the same for every lender. Um, Texas guarantee fee four bu bucks. Title examination two seventy five. Tax certificate fee 75 so there's all these little fees the recording fee 125 and these are going to be the same no matter what lender you use so if you combine the cl the closing costs and the prepaids that go into escrow escrow that's 9800 bucks give or take a little bit and then your if you do three and a half percent that's the amount of money you need to bring to closing would be a little over 18,000 and if you're going to do 10 percent the amount you need to be bring to closing is closer to 35,000. So it just depends on how much you want to put down, your interest rate, your tax rate, you know, your LTV. There's so many factors, but you definitely can compute it um, with like a simple calculator. And that's, you know, I had someone help me with the calculator. So if you're buying this house and you mortgage 225, your monthly payment would be a little bit under $2,000. So that gives you, you know, a little bit of food for thought if you're looking to buy a house. And then my business question, my husband will tease about the oil prices, but my business question, do I need a website for my business? So in most cases, the answer would be yes, but I did hear a cool story and I wanted to share it where the answer was no. So there is this guy and he is a web designer and he had the idea to go to this really small town in Virginia to sell the owners of really popular restaurants a website. So this one particular web restaurant was right on the waterfront and overlooking the bay. And he went in during lunchtime, the middle of the week. He thought it was going to be dead because it was super cold out. And he thought he could just chat with the owner. He did get a meeting with the owner and she did give him his full attention. And she even took some notes. And so he had, he thought he had a good chance of closing the deal. And so he asked her, do you think a website is something you'd be interested in hearing more about? And this was her reply. We opened this restaurant as a bait and tackle shop. The people wanted coffee, so we provided that. Then some asked for sandwiches, so we provided that. They, later, they wanted a few tables where they could sit and chat while they ate their sandwiches. So we got tables and chairs and began doing lunches. That led to dinners. Then we didn't have enough room, so we added a screened-in porch for the summer. People loved the porch so much that they winterized it for the cooler months. 
now it's January. We thought we might be able to close one day a week and get some time off, but we can't. We're too busy. We've never advertised and we're tired of a website is going to bring more people here. No thanks. So obviously they didn't need a website, but in general, I feel it's 2017. A website gives you um, credibility and it's just like a really good, um, not necessarily back backbone but it is a really good thing to have in your business for people to know more about you now if you're an entrepreneur then I'd recommend you know at a minimum just your name.com if you're not sure about your domain name and then at a very very minimum create a Facebook page like if, if you're not ready for that investment of a website create a Facebook page but in order to really answer that question a lot better it would just depend on the circumstances you know what type of business are you doing is there going to be e-commerce involved? Like, obviously, you would need a website for that. So, yeah, I hope everyone has a great day. I feel pretty good about the segments. The questions are a little bit harder coming up with, so if you have any questions, you should send them to me. But I'm going to eat breakfast, and we're going to go on a walk, and I hope you all have a great day. Love you. Bye.